What's up? You'll hear it. Hey, this is Bob Deboo, the host of the Upright Citizens podcast. Got a question for you. How would you like to get inside the mind of one of the most recorded musicians of all time? Well, here's your chance. The legendary bassist Ron Carter will join the Open Studio community on June 14th for an exclusive one-time only live mentor session. You don't want to miss this. To learn the secrets to the maestro's iconic sound, gain insights to his unique musical mind in real time, pick his brain on his illustrious career, and get answers that'll propel your music to new heights. Join today and unlock your free 14-day trial at openstudiojazz.com. Then you'll be able to not only join the maestro in this exclusive conversation, but dig into his brilliant course, Blueprint for Jazz Bass, and so much more. So sign up now. Peace. Hey, Peter. Hey. You want to play a game? Sure. All right, I'm going to play three chords. I'm going to start on E flat major. I want you to then play three chords, starting with my last chord. So let's call this three chord, three chord Monty. Three chord Monty. <laughs> I'm going to play an E flat major chord, then I'm going to play two other chords. Okay. You're then going to play three chords, starting with my last chord. Then I'm going to play three chords, starting with your last chord, and we'll just see where we are. Okay. Play. Ready? Yep. So I play the, the, that? Yep. Yep. Yeah, you got it. Yep. C7. Yep. Altered. Yep. You got it. Okay. So I go. B7. Yeah. Sharp 11. Well, you know I like that chord. I so. do. <laughs> How about this, though? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. You got it. Yeah. A7, 13, flat 9. Yep. Okay, so... Yeah, he did that big, he's listening to the root. G7. Yeah, you gotta find the root. Yeah. G7, yep, 13, it. flat 9. Alright, one more, one more. Mm, that's an F. Oh no, C. C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Music advice coming at you. And games. That was kind of a fun game. That was fun. To Three chord off. Monty. Three chord Monty. This could become a thing. Yeah. I don't know how I did How did I miss that last? It was like... Well, to be fair, we did have a pattern established. I got stuck in the pattern. That's a good thing for ear training. Pattern recognition is yeah. important, but you have to know when to when the pattern is broken. Yeah, and you couldn't get closer than C major and F major. So yeah, I, I hear you there. I hear you there. Yep. Um, we do have a speak pipe today that is yes. going to be the basis of... We're playing a different kind of game. I love this question. This is from our friend Zach. Okay. Hey, Adam. It's your buddy Zach from Houston. Long-time listener, long-time adherent to the gentleman and ladies' agreement. Yes. Hey, I just saw today a video posted by the great young saxophonist Lucretia Benjamin. She was playing John Coltrane's solo on Giant Steps, and it got me thinking that's sort of like the definitive tenor sax solo, the kind of signals, okay, you're a serious saxophone player. And I thought, what are those definitive solos 
on each instrument. So for example, on trumpet, my main instrument, I would say that Clifford Brown's solo on Cherokee is like the solo. And for maybe alto sax, maybe uh, Charlie Parker on Coco, also on the Cherokee changes, maybe. We're going to so have some disagreements on this one, Zach. Uh, and of course, Train on Giant Step. I don't know what it is on piano. Uh, I know what Peter's anyway, going to say. I'm curious to hear what y'all think the definitive piano solo is. And by definitive, I mean to demonstrate that you've got the technique of a pro. And maybe for other instruments, too. I don't know. Maybe even trombone. Would that be? Maybe for trombone, but probably not. Uh, <laughs> it's a great idea, right? It's a little nice thought experiment. Yeah. And Zach, honestly, I'm feeling two of your artists, but I'm going to choose a couple of different solos from them. Right. So you came up with the, your own list of this. I like, have my own list I'm of what I think is the definitive. And I'm judging this, Zach, not by like any sort of technical aspects, but how often I hear young musicians play these solos transcribe them, quote them in their solos, just as you were talking about Lakeisha Benjamin, who's amazing, by the way. Um, I'm, I'm gauging by sort of the what I see as popular solos. First of all, let's just say, here at the You'll Hear a Podcast, and it opens to you in general, yeah. we never try to put our foot in the sand and put yeah. a foot in the sand, line in the sand, draw a line and in say, our foot. we would never do something like, we never these draw are the line 10 line greatest albums. <laughs> this is the most, we don't do that kind of we thing. We would never, <laughs> ever do that. No, so I'm just looking up definitive uh, of a conclusion or our agreement done and reached decisively and with authority. Well, we definitely got authority. We have trouble being decisive sometimes. Yeah, there's, and some of these might be controversial, but I don't think so. I don't. I think a lot of these you you could make an argument for. They're the definitive solo on their instruments, or at least extremely influential. Are we gonna go influential more? in most circles? Yeah, so influential in kind modern of, circles. We'll say modern kind of popular four players of that instrument. Yes, not necessarily the definitive jazz album for the for the GP general like, public. These are solos. If you play any of these instruments, you bedhead know it. You definitely have to at least check them out right. and probably transcribe right. them. We'll start. First, with Zach's initial discovery of giant steps on the tenor saxophone. That's the definitive. I mean, it doesn't get any more yeah, definitive that's than this. An easy so one. we'll skip I ahead a little bit. We could all sing it, right? Right. But if, but if I were to say Sonny Rollins on St. Thomas Live at the Vanguard is the definitive, would you argue with me on that? Sonny Rollins Live at the Vanguard, St. Thomas. St. Thomas. Or from, did he play that? from saxophone colossus. Saxophone colossus. Saxophone, saxophone yeah, colossus. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's not the definitive because I forgot which album song. Yeah. <laughs> and you could make an argument. You could make an argument. There's a couple of Wayne Shorter solos you could probably make an argument but, but for. But it seems like John Cole. It's yeah. probably John okay. Steps. Yeah. So let's put a check mark by that yeah. one. Yeah. Now, let's Charlie Parker, on that one. he mentioned Coco, which is the changes to Cherokee. All right. So it, it's not Coco, but it is Charlie Parker for the alto oh, yeah. saxophone. Great. It, this is the one, the version too. There's a lot of them. Like that's played a lot, you know. Sue me, I love Charlie Parker. Peter knows every note. Ah, uh, 
Okay. Is that chorus perhaps like the most definitive? Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Blues chorus for it, sure, for certain, for everything. Yeah. For bebop, I don't know. For saxophone, you want to start bebop. learning bebop, you start with that first. Yeah. Actually, Everybody, this whole solo. Charlie Parker, now's the time. And I think that, this, you know, there's always a lot of confusion with this because it's been repackaged so much. I don't even know what original album this was on. Confusion for us, even. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is the one where they play two chorus. He plays two choruses on the metal. There's a slower version that's really good mm -hmm. that I wouldn't say is the definitive. Not because it's not as good. It's just not as definitive. If that, you know, I don't know. Like this one, people have coalesced around for all the right reasons, I yeah, think. Yeah. There's so much that, like the way that he phrases on the melody, the tempo, the slower one is good too, but it's, it's just a different thing, you know? Yeah. The way he leaves the melody on that second chorus and starts like doing some sort of pre-improv foreshadowing. Yep. Just the swing factor. I mean, but but I could see some people being like, well, why is that? Why is this any better than Coco? Why is this any better than his great soul, like on so on Just Friends from Bird With Strings? Also would have been a top choice. Those yeah. two actually. That's I, what's hard because yeah. Parker was very consistent and concise. And I mean, part of it was like the recording length, but I mean like the amount of definitive info, bebop information, just music, blues information he put in each solo that you could pick a bunch. But if you're going to pick one, I would say I would agree. Yeah. And then I concur. Yeah. For trumpet, there's so many. We could have used West End Blues or So What by Miles Davis. But I agree. Clifford Brown has one of the most iconic solos. I don't agree. It's Cherokee, although that is a great choice. Wait, Zach. we might have our first controversy here. Well, Cherokee's great. And it's a great song. It could be either one of these, but I uh -huh. hear this one talked about a little bit more. Ah, cool. Talked about because of its singability, because of how easy it is to learn and how iconic these ideas are. This is Sandu, Clifford Brown, on the trumpet. The effortless swing and blues. Max Roach. Harold Land or Sonny Rollins? I should know that. Mm. I want to say Harold Land. Yeah, probably. Uh. Uh. Harold Land. It's such a perfect solo, yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking good. And it just continues. It's so good, all the way through. Got a couple of blues on this uh, list, notice. The balance of the phrases, the harmonic, you know, a little delving into some interesting harmonic things. And Two that's courses, it. Right? Two courses. Mm -hmm. Learn that. Learn that. It's such an easy one to learn, and you learn so much about music from transcribing that solo. I think it's a little more accessible than the Cherokee solo, just because of the tempo, obviously. Yeah. But he does go into those double-time phrases, which are not easy on like the piano. Some of those are tough to play. 
Yeah. So I'm going to disagree. Okay. As great as I think that is, oh boy. I think the what you because you mentioned West End Blues. Now, had I not you had not put that on my mind in terms of being the definitive trumpet solo, because I feel like if someone were to wake me up in the middle of the night and say, "What's the most definitive jazz solo ever played?" I would probably blurt out Louis Armstrong West End Blues. Okay, well, let's hear a little bit of that. Because it, this is the intro, right? Yeah, and or the whole plays thing. The whole thing. Yeah, I get it. I, this is up there for sure. They're both. Yeah, and I mean, also, like, I think so. What I'm talking about, like, yeah. when you hear that uh. people being able to just recall every single note and nuance of a solo, that's what I'm sort of maybe, my criteria. Yeah, and maybe I get sucked into like a good story in terms of like I always thought about and sort of learned it and heard it described from the elders as like really a defining like an opening up of modern jazz for with sure this. there's so this no wasn't, doubt about it yeah i mean the influences you know king oliver of course and others in new orleans and beyond on lewis armstrong but like that this being the first great mod and what is this like 1929 yeah, or something crazy how, how early um, so i mean maybe it's not the definitive trumpet solo maybe this is just the definitive jazz solo it probably is the time. definitive we jazz can do that solo. and then we can still have the clifford brown yeah no, but I mean, people are going to be like, you don't have anything from the aughts or the 2020s. Well, not yet. <laughs> but oh, I mean, there's plenty. Of, yeah, there's plenty we can go to there. But I, 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 I can totally see it. All of these, by the way, are completely subjective. So speaking of the aughts. Uh, Although the definition of definitive is totally objective. <laughs> it's, it's true. We, I know. Well, that's impossible, though. Uh, here's one from the aughts. This is the guitar solo. And this is, might be a little controversial. Oh, this was, you, you had mentioned a wild card might be making it. All the kids, I feel like, know this solo. Right. And by and kids, talk, you're talking about people in their 30s and 40s. People, millennials, <laughs> mostly. Uh, this is Kurt Rosenwinkel. Yeah. Zhivago. I can't think of a more influential instrumentalist of his generation on his instrument. Than Kurt Rosenwinkel. Oh, I mean, big words. Game. Big words. You I say. mean, can you I think mean, no, of someone I, in the last twenty-five years who has like influenced more guitarists? I mean, Pat oh, Metheny before him. Right. And you have, of course, like no, he's definitely Mark Whitfield of, and yeah. Russell Malone and a handful of like amazing Peter Bernstein. Peter Bernstein, like so many great yeah. players. Obviously, Schofield, like these yeah. legends. But man, everybody, Jimi Hendrix, everybody's trying to get their Kurt stuff further. together, That's and true. this is the original, hugely influential. Hmm. 
That's a great composition too. Yeah. I love this melody. So are you saying the definitiveness was the intro solo or what he's gonna The intro solo for sure. I think this composition also is but but the guitar solo. This is like a I love this solo too. Yeah. Let's skip ahead a little bit so we can hear just a little bit of the solo. Let's start it. Killing, man. Killing. Uh, yeah, so obviously this could be super controversial and argue that there's, I mean, I love Grant Green too. Right. You know, my favorite solos. West Montgomery. West Montgomery. There's a ton of great ones, but I, I think you could put this up here. Yeah. So, and, and I think it begs a, 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 the greater question, which could be interesting fodder for a future episode perhaps, um, which is, it's. I think it's harder now, and by now I would even say back, going maybe back to yeah this century like to around 2000 or so um or maybe a little bit later up till now to have a definitive solo it's like tougher. for yeah, yeah. like because think about like christian mcbride what's his definitive solo what's the definitive great christian mcbride there's just solo? a lot of great moments aren't there yeah but what it's is hard the great... to say because it hasn't been totally fleshed out yeah yet. he's still or went marsalis what's the definitive 40s, yeah. like why is it easier for, for us to say like with clifford brown maybe there was two or three well, because the but book we're is pretty closed on those folks right you know from from the way back right i, I think no you know i mean for me but are people coalescing around albums and particular or like because there's so much yeah. more available and you can go see kirk rosenwinkel and like a bunch you can see what he did last week on a europe tour on youtube i think it depends on, on that. your generation right yeah. so i know for a lot of people peter like they mentioned your record with joshua redmond the live at the vanguard your solo on saint thomas people mentioned brad meldow's solo on things like when it rains or all the things you are that's going back a ways though it is going back but that's i'm saying like you kind of have yeah. to right like so if we think that's of, what i'm saying like did some, and we'll talk about this on another episode but even interesting. more recently Corey yeah. henry's solo on lingus you yeah. could say is the definitive solo which of is live which is a live thing yeah. right you could i mean there's a ton of things with Jacob Collier or whatever, you know, yeah. the m more modern players that you could talk about. Yeah. But it's harder. It is it is a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun though. I, I don't and I don't think it's a right or wrong. Everything shouldn't there's never going to be another there's never going to be a need for another West End blues no. solo. And there's never going to be another which is which is great. Yeah. You know, and Kurt Rosenwinkel, we I think the influence that he has, we haven't talked about him enough because it's not that we love guitar here, but I mean something I really learned from what? Was that a smirk? Will you be smirching the guitar? No, I'm just... I'm, You're a guitarist. I'm second-guessing my pick oh, okay, of, of such you. a modern thing now that we've talked no, about I think it because good. it is so controversial. No, but this Because you can put a, tons of Pat Metheny solos up for grabs for this one as well. Right. Which actually we have And I think the guitar next. is such a great... Like, guitars are... Like, it's such a rich tapestry... Uh, within the jazz world, probably more diverse in terms of different stylistic directions than than piano 
I, unless you talk about keyboards and yeah. stuff. It's almost like if you talk about greatest keyboard solo, definitive keyboard solo, that's hard. Because yeah. are you talking about some Joe Zavinal stuff on Weather Report? Are you talking about Chick Chick Corea? Yeah, or yeah. Keith Jarrett's solo piano, or, yeah. um, you know, Willie the Lion Smith. So, I mean, it's like. There's it, a ton. There's and a ton. and that's kind of with guitar. Like you talk about Pat Metheny, you I can't, know. you know, Wes Montgomery. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. I <laughs> like, mean, there's you know. a lot going on. So. All right, here's one. Speaking of Pat Metheny, our. our most definitive bass solo also might be controversial. But I was going to say, I thought you'd do a Pat Metheny you're going to replace. This is a Pat Metheny Kurt. recording, but it's Jaco Pastorius, Bright Sized Life. Yeah. Is this the most definitive Pat Metheny record? It might be. Probably. It might be. <laughs> and again, we're leaving out Ray Brown. And right. I love how we say, like, the definitive recording, be like the definitive greatest recording, the definitive most popular. <laughs> Influential. To the bass over here. Oh, this is Jackal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is. knows how to craft a song that's fun to improvise over. Oh, I can man. tell you that. Dude, Wouldn't it be massive. fun to play in Pat Metheny's band oh, doing God. all this stuff? It'd be amazing. This would be unicorns dancing through a meadow. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh. That's a great solo. So are we saying... This is the definitive no. knuckle solo? No, we're not saying anything. We're not saying it. We're taking <laughs> it all back. This is the definitive electric solo? And this is the problem when we go with, Zach, when you go with like, this is the definitive anything, this it's is so fun. hard this is the fun. to nail one down because now I've got a, about a million like Paul Chambers, oh, yeah. Ray Brown, Oscar Pettiford, oh. Charles Mingus solos going through my Jimmy brain. Blanton, Scott LaFaro solos that, mm. you know, I mean, hell, there's like... Even like Christian McBride. Christian McBride, Larry Grenadier, like yeah. Ruben Rogers. There's a ton of folks who I have their solos that I love that we're leaving out. It's tough. Right. But I mean, definitive. So I would say, I don't even know if this is the def most definitive, greatest, or most influential Jocko solo because isn't like four bases, isn't Donna Lee? Is that a solo or is that just a Well, head? it's him solo. Yeah, play it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought about Donna Lee, honestly. Yeah. All right, here's uh, for drums. <laughs> None of this matters. We're already we're ditching this episode. None of this matters. None of it's definitive. It's hey, all subjective. Zach is is our buddy, and he said y'all in his question. That's gonna that gets you onto the pod just with that because that takes me back down south. Where, all right, here we go. I'm... Drums. Okay. Billy Joe Jones, two bass hit. Okay. Ooh. Ah. Uh. Now I'm with you. definitive jazz drum solo. This is a jazz drum solo. You gotta know. Ooh, he's already soloing. Too. I, I think actually, I take it all back. This is our definitive. You gotta know all these solos. This one is. Yeah. Uh. Snare drum. Hello. All the playing here, man. Hey! This is very influential solo. Yeah, it really is. Greg Hutchinson, There's a couple of, you. I think Brian Blade, I'm looking at you. A couple of Art Blakey solos, I think you could say yeah. could be up here on this list right. for sure. Um, uh. 
but it's hard to argue this with this one. one. You, 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 you done good on this. Yeah, definitive asshole. Short and sweet too. On top of everything else, <laughs> we play some more. Hey! Woo! Snare chops much? You could argue, you could argue uh, maybe Tony Williams playing all throughout Nefertiti could be yeah. up here as influential. Yeah, but if somebody said, I don't really know much about jazz, but it would, play me the most, the, a definitive jazz solo. If you threw that on, it'd be like, it would it'd be, be Philly, killing. It would be some it, kind of Philly Joe art play key, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. it would be something. Good, okay, good call. let's go out on the most <laughs> definitive piano solo. I think yeah. if you're a longtime listener and a longtime open studio person, you probably know what this is going to be. Yeah. If someone says, play a jazz piano solo that is digestible, singable, easy to learn a bunch from. Yeah. What would you say, Peter? Well, before we say that, I've got some business we have to attend to. Sorry. Do you know about something called the gala? Oh, the gentleman oh, ladies' oh, agreement. I do. I did perk up. We, we have I thought you were going to start talking about numbers. No, 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 no. This is important because we've swayed P&L away from reports. this. I don't want to. No, no. Yeah. We swayed away from this. We gave you a little break on this, but that does not mean that the agreement has not continued. I don't know if you've been checking out the comments. Folks have been agreeing with just a simple gala. Now, you might ask, what does gala stand for? Well, it stands for a beautiful celebration in an uptight um, hotel ballroom, usually. We don't with, want to go to. <laughs> with business, business casual attire and a pressure to raise money. No, this is G-A-L-A. To raise money. <laughs> um, side note, Adam and I have been auctioned off at galas many times. Several times. Super embarrassing. Okay, gala stands for the gentleman's and ladies' agreement. Well, you might say, I am neither a gentleman nor a lady. Yes, you are. If you listen to this podcast... You are one of those, or something else. It doesn't matter. You choose what you want, but you just have to agree, right? You do. And what are they agreeing to? You're agreeing. Wait. <laughs> I don't know. Explain it to me again. Give me the ball. Okay. The agreement is that we will provide you with a beautiful, high-quality oh, podcast. That we will which, do. obviously, you made it all the way to this point, so you agree. It Was, was it beautiful and high-quality, though? But unlike most podcasts, there's a fallacy. There's a, there's a misunderstanding out there in the world that podcasts are free. They are not free. Your payment is to go to the YouTube channel right now, even if you're listening to this somewhere else, and subscribe. And then maybe even put in the comments if you want to go next level, gala, or agreement adhered to. Or if you want to get more flowery with your verbiage, you may do that. But that is what the agreement is. That is your payment. We give you the pod. You subscribe to us, which feeds our egos. It feeds the algorithm. It really makes the world go round. (laughs) It makes the world go round. Um, um, anything else we need on the gala? No, that's pretty much so it. So go buddy. subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just search. You'll hear it. Uh, and we will come up with our beautiful faces and our beautiful channel. You might want to check us out there. If now, not already. for the most definitive piano solo yes. of all time. We're going out on this. Softball. Till next time. You'll hear it. <laughs> <laughs>